You are now tuning in to the Strength in the Soul podcast, a safe space for learning and growing. I am Katie, your host, a therapist, energy healer, and psychic medium, helping you to heal and transform your life. I coach individuals and entrepreneurs on how to heal at the roots and overcome the barriers to positive change. Here we will discuss healing of the mind, body, and soul to help you navigate your personal and professional life and feel safe on your spiritual evolution. Hello and welcome to another episode of Strength in the Soul podcast. I have been doing so much introspection in my personal life and in my business and I'm really, really excited to say that I'm excited about all this refinement going on in my business and problem solving in my business and seeing where I can shift and change and actually tap into myself and say, what kind of coach and leader do you want to be? Not what you think you should be or just do whatever. I feel like I've been so intuitive and so go with the flow and I've lacked so much strategy in my business that it's actually becoming or it became very overwhelming to me. And now I'm shifting to where I'm feeling way less overwhelmed and I'm actually learning more strategy on how to grow my business. And I'm excited about it. And I think that sometimes it's so easy to let these periods of your life become definitions of your success. And that doesn't have to be the case. I think what makes a great leader is recognizing and the things that are going well and the things that aren't going well and problem solving, showing yourself compassion, showing your business gratitude and compassion and and pivoting, improvising and improving so you can continue to be the leader that you want to be and focus on your mission. And I know for me, how I became a leader was doing just that or became became a better leader, I should say, was doing just that. Because for a while, I was focusing so much on what wasn't working and feeling defeated and feeling like I'm doing all of the wrong things. I was focusing all of my energy on that. And I also was focusing so much of my energy and my thoughts. And I felt like all of my power was going to towards other people and their businesses or what other people are doing in their life when they're having success. And I think that all we can do is take responsibility for our lives and our emotions and ourselves. And sometimes we forget that when our feelings feel really big. And for a while, my feelings felt very big. My feelings of frustration, my feelings of sadness, my feelings of confusion, my feelings of exhaustion, my feelings of self-doubt and insecurity. Those feelings felt very big for so long and it overpowered the feelings of purpose and confidence and the knowledge that I do have to share, the mission that I do have to execute my connection to source and God and spirit and the spiritual connection and mission that I have. You know, I'm here to fulfill my soul's purpose and evolve spiritually as a soul. And 
I was connecting more to the difficulty and the challenges facing in my human experience here that I forgot about the bigger picture and I forgot about the power that I have inside of me and around me. And I realized that I was stuck as a leader and stuck in my business. And I'm referring to my business a lot in this episode because obviously I'm showing up as a leader in who I am as Katie Parent, but I'm also showing up as a leader in the work that I do with my business in Strength in the Soul. And all of that energy was focused externally on other things that weren't serving me, weren't weren't paying my bills. Those things weren't bringing me joy, happiness, love, fulfillment, any of that. And so one of my biggest things here to how I became a better leader was shifting my focus and shifting where I was exerting my energy. In order for me to believe in myself more as a leader and show up better as a leader and understand that I do have a big mission here and that I am important and what I have to offer the world is important, I also had to heal the way that I identify myself and transform this identity into that because there were barriers limiting me to actually fully believing in myself, right? There's bits and pieces of myself where I feel confident and believe in myself. And then there's huge holes and gaps in this identity and there is limitations there. So I had to, and still working through identifying myself as an impactful leader because I want to believe that people see me that way. But if I don't see myself that way, then how can I show up and be the best leader that I want to be? Because it's not translating in my actions. And if you guys have listened to previous episodes or even on my social media, I talk about how our emotions and our identity is the first step to taking that aligned action towards where we want to be. So it's about creating this foundation and understanding that the foundation was, let's just say, broken for lack of a better term, right? Because I don't believe in identifying as broken individuals. Like we can feel broken, right? But we are never broken. We've always been whole. And healing is remembering that we've always been whole. However, if we feel like the foundation isn't strong enough or isn't programmed for you to take that action out, that aligned and beautiful, impactful, powerful action out of that foundation, then we need to fix the foundation. So it's reprogramming my belief system, reprogramming my identity to show up as that impactful leader because then my actions are driven by my soul, my full confidence, and my entire being being in alignment rather than driven out of ego woundedness and who I think I should be or need to be. 
it's all kind of false perceptions, right? But if I am like have this incredible foundation where I actually truly believe that I am this impactful leader, that I am worthy, that I am confident and successful, then my actions are going to look differently because it's going to translate in authenticity. And I say this all with also the understanding that it took me a long time to actually get that understanding. My brain knew it as a teacher, right? Like I help clients through this all the time. However, for my own embodiment, it took a long time. So I finally got to that place where I understood that was missing from my life and my leadership and my business. And I took a look at myself through how my ideal client would see me and how I want to be seen by my ideal client. I want someone to look at me and say, she is so confident in how she presents herself. She is somebody that I aspire to be. And although I've gotten verbal feedback from clients and people in my community and my even my friends and family that they believe that to be true. However, I know that a part of a, the blockage of where I am right now in feeling stuck in my business and being that much closer to the big, massive growth that I want and anticipate in my business is that I don't see that person in me. Truly understanding the depths of me and who I am as a person and how I am my own leader in my life and understanding the blockages that hold me back from truly seeing my worth and my value completely transformed my ability to be a better leader. And It was really important for me to share this on the podcast and embrace this vulnerability because that is a part of who I am and a part of my journey. And who I am as a person is who I am as an entrepreneur. It's hard to separate the two. And that is exactly why I created The Healing CEO. Because when you are your own boss... When you run a company, you are essentially connecting all of who you are to your company. It's like I couldn't see the worth of what I provide my community because I have always struggled with poor self-esteem and poor self-worth. And I needed to dive deep into that and heal that and overcome that in order to show up as a better leader. And I kept asking myself, what does success and leadership mean to me? I'm looking at everybody else's definition of success and leadership and what they quantify leadership and and success to be. And I didn't even tap into that within myself yet. And truly what success means to me is loving myself and loving what I do and being able to change people's lives and make an impact in other people's lives and knowing that I first did that for myself. So I touched on a little bit about vulnerability and being very transparent and 
I'm going to get into that a little bit more of I feel like I get the most engagement when I am vulnerable and people see me as relatable and someone that they can and want to invest in. So that made me be a better leader of is letting go of the fear of being seen, letting go of the fear of being judged and letting go of the fear and the disconnect between vulnerability and leadership and understanding that I can be vulnerable, I can be healing, and I can be going on my own journey to healing and life transformation and also show up as this impactful leader in my industry and connect with other high-powered individuals and business owners that maybe aren't as vulnerable or transparent online. For a while, I had this notion and this belief, I guess, that because I guess society has has programmed this in us, um, is that I was ashamed of my vulnerability and I felt like less of a successful businesswoman because I was more vulnerable than other people I know and that it would take away from my leadership and my words as if like my vulnerability took the power out of my words and I had to really get over that quick because that's not who I am and if I were to go against who I authentically am then that's also taking away my ability to be a good leader because to be a good leader you want to be authentic you want to be real. You want to be you. And if you are someone who is super authentic in not sharing too much, being more private and separating personal and professional, and then that's okay too. Like you don't have to be super vulnerable vulnerable to be a good leader. Although I do believe some aspect of vulnerability is powerful in leadership because it shows who you are as a whole person and who you are in your business especially if you are a service provider. I think that's also very important. And I work with a lot of people who I like to identify them as heart-centered business owners. Um, Because when you're a service provider, you have this great impact leading with your heart. And that's the kind of business that I feel like I have and the entrepreneurs that I serve on a daily basis. So, I think it's okay, though, just to be your authentic self, because when you are embodying your authentic self, you are a great leader. I never knew the power of getting in the right room before I was in the right room. And I honestly started my business with the least structure possible. I was in this mentality of it's going to be a side business. I'm, it's a passion project. I'm going to go with the flow and just see where it goes. And I started my business as a people pleaser, as somebody who had minimal knowledge of how to be a coach. I have always been a therapist. So I have this strength and this power to help people and influence their lives. And I have been for years. However, to structure a coaching business is a whole different ballgame. It's totally different. And especially like to have a virtual presence and an, a 
in-person presence is different marketing strategies, totally different structure. So I was trying to combine all of it to create this whole new business, this whole new me. I struggled to show up in confidence. I struggled to like know my worth, to set the pricing, to how to attract clients. And I, over the last two years, I've had the business for almost four years now, but the first two years I feel like were me kind of like getting my feet wet and then the last two years were me working full time and learning and growing and evolving myself and this business. And now I feel like I have all of this in the last four years of having strength in the soul. I can tell you what I've learned about being a better leader and structuring a successful business. And also where I'm still evolving as a business. And over the years, like, I've met some incredible women who have started their own businesses and who influence me on the daily. And people who have their own experience, who have their own career path and experience, their own mentorship, and who've shown up in ways that I haven't yet and I've learned from them and just even connecting with them is has just given me this motivation. I chose to be somebody who was ambitious and wanted to start like my own business and put myself out there and grind and want more for myself. I started to attract those type of friendships in my life. So it's not only at the fact that like I'm lucky to have friends who are influencing me in that way. It's also the fact that I'm showing up that way and I'm attracting those people into my life and we're having these different conversations. We're having conversations about our personal and professional growth. Like that has made me a better leader is like showing up and then automatically I'm attracting that energy into my life. So it's just about being intentional about who you are surrounding yourself with, making the right investments to learn from people who are doing the things that you don't know how to do, you haven't done yet, and surrounding yourself with the energy that truly aligns with your values in your personal life and in your business and who people who value leadership, people who are continuing to do the healing work and wanting to grow to be a better leader for themselves and other people. That's the kind of stuff that really matters to me. And I want to be having powerful, impactful, growth-driven conversations. I don't want to be having conversations around things that don't matter in my life or are bringing me down, making me feel uncomfortable. And this does not mean not sitting with uncomfortable emotions or, you know, not addressing things that need to be addressed. I'm all about experiencing emotions and talking about experiences that don't feel as comfortable as maybe positive things going on in your life. That's not what I'm saying. It's, you know, it's not gossiping. It's not tearing other people down. It's not avoiding healing or not doing the work, you know, like 
I've mentioned this, I think, a few times in the podcast about this episode that I am releasing around releasing relationships and something that is really important to me right now in my life is like not settling in friendships. Like if you're not putting effort into my friendship, like I'm done. And that was really, really hard for me as a recovering people pleaser and somebody who always put others needs and emotions before my own. And I've always, I've always been the one to care so deeply. And I also like recovering from my own trauma, I have a really hard time feeling safe setting boundaries and like saying goodbye. You know, I'd rather deal with this uncomfortable feeling every single day than stand up for myself. And that's just, that's who I used to be and not who I am anymore. And I think that makes me a better leader in my life for myself is like leading me towards positive people, positive things, positive experiences, and walking away from things that no longer serve me. Um, you know, there were a few friendships in my life in the last few years that were really, really, really important to me and some even from childhood. And because they refused to address how they show up in relationships, I unfortunately, and it was a huge grieving process for me and it wasn't easy for me. I had to walk away or I had to set boundaries. Some friendships like you don't necessarily have to walk away from, but you have to implement boundaries. Um, I'll be the first person to say that it's okay even if people feel that way towards me. You know, if you have to set boundaries with me because it's triggering you or I'm not somebody that is for your highest good, that's okay. That's okay. You know, I I wholeheartedly believe in the fact that I needed to do that with certain people in my life. And if some people have to do that for me, that's okay, right? Everybody has the the capability to be their own best leader and healer in their lives. And I wanted to bring this up in this podcast because being a leader is doing the things that feel uncomfortable. Being the best leader for yourself and other people means following your truth, living your truth. And getting in the right room is also surrounding yourself with people who hold themselves to the regard that you want to hold yourselves to. Do they align with your values? Can they teach you something? Can they help you grow? And are they having big, impactful conversations? not the other way around. And that gets me into a topic that I definitely plan on releasing a podcast all about this. I actually have it halfway recorded and it's going to be on releasing relationships and the difficulty in it, right? And part of getting yourself into the right room as a leader and a business owner is also looking at your personal life and looking at your relationships and who is really growing with you and who is aligning in the energy that you choose to have and who isn't. And 
we all deserve to have grace for people on their own path. And we're all evolving and growing and learning at different rates. And I was actually talking about this with uh, my best friend at lunch the other day. And we were talking about how like really true, like really great true friendships have grace for each other. There are certain friendships that unfortunately you do have to say goodbye to because it's just not the right time and it's not the right energy. And there's boundaries involved, right? Like when you get to the place where you feel like you can set healthy boundaries in your personal lives and your professional lives, you get to this place where you just know that it's best for you and setting boundaries is healthy. I know for myself, I just got to this place in my life and I'm almost 33 years old where I actually feel safe to set boundaries. Setting boundaries never felt safe to me. I, I would have full body reactions to even setting boundaries or speaking my truth or expressing my emotions. Like, I felt like I wasn't worthy of speaking my emotions, that everybody else was more important and their needs were more important. And that was programmed within me based on how I felt as a child. And I had to work really hard on my healing journey to reprogram that and work through that and be the best version of myself. And I finally was able to recognize that because I was witnessing it in my business where I couldn't set boundaries in my business. I couldn't step up and witness my own power. And I was literally being so triggered by so many different people in my life who had what I wanted. And I would just focus my energy so much on what I didn't have and what I couldn't do. And it would just be a jumbled mess within my mind and my body. And I felt terrible. And I felt terrible. So setting boundaries was really, really healthy for me. And I've also recently realized that some people just can't grow with you. And I've recently said goodbye to many friendships in my life that just don't feel right anymore because of the energy that they bring into the friendship. And to the friends in my life who have had grace for me, While I have been navigating a healing journey, I thank you because it helped me to grow into a better person. And if my friends didn't reflect to me of where I wasn't showing up as a good friend, you know, then I wouldn't have looked at that and said, you're right, like I need to work through that. And I've had to do the same thing to certain people in my life. And it's really difficult. And some people grow with you, right? Like sometimes you don't have to say goodbye. Sometimes it's just a boundary. Sometimes it's just less time spent with each other. And sometimes it's just space while you give each other time to grow or you give the other person time to catch up to you. Something that I talk about in the podcast for releasing relationships is all about that sense of emotional maturity. And you gain emotional maturity and awareness on your healing journey. The more that you're able to work through certain things, heal through certain things, overcome certain things, and then transmute all of that into a better sense of self and more power in your life, then you're able to show up and be a better version of yourself and a better friend. And sometimes 
people can't meet you there. And I heard this quote in a show that I was watching and I loved it. And it was something of the sorts of like some people or not, not everyone can meet you where you want them to be. And it's okay that everyone is on a different level and that's everyone's unique journey. The key is surrounding yourself with people who are putting in the same energy and effort. If you're not if you're not putting in the same effort and energy into our relationship, then it's hard to have grace. But if you are putting in the same effort and energy into the relationship, but we're just not jiving, I can absolutely have grace. It's just all about the way that you're showing up for yourself. And so going back to how this has helped me to be a better leader is I'm surrounding myself with the right people. I'm surrounding myself with people who are like me and people who I I aspire to be like. So it's kind of surrounding myself with the energy that feels better. And when we're learning and we're growing and we're feeling better, our life changes and we can show up and be better for our communities. The last few things that I want to talk about in regards to how I became a better leader was gaining the self-awareness around my triggers and how I was constantly feeling this need to prove myself, this need to constantly stick up for what I believed in and needed to position myself on what I believed. Like, if someone was saying things that weren't true or if someone was saying all the wrong things and it didn't line up with what I believed my truth was or what the truth of the matter was. And like, I think also too, because I have all of this education around mental health and spirituality and helping other people and human behavior that when people were saying things that I felt like wasn't in alignment with what I know, I felt like I constantly needed to like prove what I know or put other people in their place. And that wasn't in alignment with what leadership looked like to me. I didn't want to be that kind of person and that I didn't want to be that kind of leader. And so I started really focusing on healing myself <laughs> and my need to constantly prove myself and absolutely going back to that feeling of safety within myself of like, it is safe for me to speak a, speak my truth, but doing it from a more professional angle and managing my triggers and and really identifying my triggers to begin with. Like, who is triggering me? Why is this triggering me? And what am I feeling within myself? And how can I work on that in silence within myself or with a professional so that I show up better and more professional as a leader? And that is the emotional intelligence that helps people to become better in business. And that is something that I work on heavily with entrepreneurs and the healing CEO, because it's important to understand how your emotions affect your day to day. 
And it was also important for me to understand how I show up in my community. I don't want to be the person that's constantly talking about other people and what they believe and how they feel and what they're doing in their life and their business. I want to be the person that's constantly shining light on my truth. And I want my community to be attracted to what I feel to be true because that's my authenticity. That's my magic. (laughs) That's my soul's purpose. And so I've mentioned this many times in this podcast about how becoming a better leader was shifting my focus more and back onto me and not on other people. And I think that that is a huge, huge aspect of healing, number one, and also business because we're constantly looking at other people and what they're doing and that only hinders our growth as a leader. Good leadership is truly believing in yourself and what you have to offer the world and who you are as a person and showing up as that person every single day. What helped me to become a better leader is follow through and following through on what I said I was going to do for other people and what I was going to do for myself. And as I began to heal, I wanted to show up as my authentic self for me. And it's about following through on that promise to me and also my community. And this took a lot of healing around this as well because I really practiced receiving compliments and receiving positive feedback, obviously receiving constructive criticism as well without feeling triggered like I wasn't good enough. Like constructive criticism meant growth instead of shame. And that was a huge part of my healing journey and how it became a better leader. And I also started to feel more comfortable in receiving praise that people in my community did look up to me. They loved who I was and they loved what I had to share with them. And it was hard for me at first to receive that because I didn't feel that way about myself. And so when I truly started to believe in myself, I became a better leader because I started to act like I was incredible (laughs) and because I truly felt it. And I want you to know that it's okay if you do not feel worthy. It's okay if you don't feel good enough. It's okay if you don't believe in yourself. If you struggle to trust yourself, if you struggle to show up as your authentic self, if you question yourself, it's okay if you feel that way. It takes time to heal, but all you need to do is be aware that it's blocking you from being the person and the leader that you want to be and taking action on it and show up every single day working on it, changing your mindset, healing and processing and exploring and expressing your emotions, managing your emotions, working on releasing those emotions from your body, energetically healing and getting back into alignment and doing everything that you promised yourself that you wanted to do. So one thing I also wanted to talk about on here and how I became a better leader was the constant trigger I was feeling of people using my authentic self and creativity, my authenticity 
to kind of emulate what I'm doing and getting attention for it. And like that constant copying of my work and feeling so unsettled where I felt like I was focusing so much on it and focusing so much on the fact that somebody else was outshining me. And then I realized, you know, if you want to be a better leader, you have to understand the fact that you are a leader and you are influencing other people. And that's a beautiful thing. How beautiful is it that people see what you're doing and they're inspired by it? It's not a personal attack on you. And the trigger wasn't about the other people. It was about me. It was about me and how I felt unwanted, unseen, unimportant. And I, it was my ego, essentially, my unhealed ego, where I couldn't stand the fact that I wasn't who I wanted to be seen as. And maybe they were getting more attention than me for something that I influenced them on and, or something positive is happening to them when I feel like something negative is happening to me. And I needed to get over that very quickly in order to grow and heal my business and also be, be a better leader, having full confidence, knowing I am me and that's enough and focusing on my path. What is the path that I'm walking as a leader versus what other people are doing in their life and their business? Doing the healing work also made me realize like all I have responsible for is me and to work on the confidence and the self-identity of who I am. That is the most important, knowing who I am. I know who I am and I don't have to prove myself or my worth to anybody. And that's what was happening is like when people were copying me, I felt really triggered. Oh, well, I have to prove my worth. I have to prove myself. Oh, you're going to you're you're going to take from me. Well, I have to prove myself now that like that was mine. And that is not the energy that I want to be in in my business, like or as a leader. And the more energy that I was spending focusing on that the less I was focusing on myself and my business and and the lives that I am truly impacting. And so what I've learned to do is to absolutely send love to anybody who doesn't feel safe or confident in their own identity or work, that they feel like they need to emulate somebody else in order to feel good enough. I also sent my younger self love and did a lot of healing around those wounds that I have of why I was being triggered and I took responsibility for myself and my triggers so I didn't project that onto anybody else or acted out of character. You know, the the things that I value in leadership is maturity, emotional intelligence, and I wanted to live up to that. I didn't want to come out of that. I wanted to fully be grounded and feel safe within myself because that's ultimately the goal. The goal is to feel safe within yourself. And obviously people emulating me 
and them getting attention for it wasn't making me feel safe. It was making me feel just so alone and hurt and I could have avoided all of that feeling moving forward by doing the healing work. And that's what I did. And there's something that I, I want to talk about more about the subconscious and the conscious mind is that when you have these subconscious beliefs, your conscious mind is going to look for evidence every single day until you heal those wounds on that subconscious level. So for me, subconsciously, my beliefs were that I'm not important, I'm not seen, I'm not worthy, I'm not enough. And by people copying me or emulating my work and getting attention for it, it was triggering those wounds and it was evidence to me that I'm not enough. Oh, so that person gets attention for saying that. But when I said that, I don't get attention. And it was like that. I, it was like my subconscious found the evidence in that. And then so that's also why I was triggered even deeper and deeper and deeper into a place of suffering because there was that evidence constantly happening around me and I would let it consume me. And I would just spend weeks recovering from that and gaining the confidence again to show up again as my authentic self. So it was much deeper than, oh, that person's copying me. Oh, look, that's so annoying. No, it really wasn't even about that because logically, as a leader, that's what we are supposed to do. We are supposed to make an influence and an impact on this world and on people in our community. And I value that. I love that. I love when people, especially the ones who choose to invest in mentorship with me, when they tell me like, I practice this very thing that you do and it changed my life or my mentor says this and I want to be like my mentor. Like, obviously I encourage people to be like their authentic selves, but I, it fills my heart with so much joy to know like that, oh, that's me. Like I make an impact on your life. Like you feel that way about me. Like what I do and what I say is important to you. Like, wow, like that is an incredible leader. And that's why I take responsibility and doing the healing work. And that's part of what I do in the healing CEO for entrepreneurs who want to improve their leadership skills by doing the healing work and addressing their triggers and increasing their emotional intelligence and learning coping skills, and ultimately becoming the leader that you truly, truly aspire to be. And so that's one thing that, that helped me to become a better leader, is really understanding that cycle. So it took me really becoming aware of who I am, how I'm feeling, who I want to be, how I want to show up, and just being clear, like, what are my goals and what do I stand for? What are the standards in my life? I think I never really had standards before. I just was like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, some things just aren't fine. And I'm outgrowing who I used to be where I tolerated less than I deserved. And now I know what I deserve. Now I can show up that way and then I can teach others how to do the same. Fully embodying the values that I teach helped me to become a better leader, shifting my mindset towards bigger, 
wanting bigger things for myself and my community, setting the stage and the standard for more bigger, expansive energy rather than small, hidden, lower energy. All of that shift played a huge role into me becoming a better leader. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Strength in the Soul podcast. If this episode served you in any way, please subscribe for more episodes like this one. By subscribing and rating, we get the visibility needed to impact the lives of many. We have a healing community that is growing to the capacity where we can reach so many people around the world. I am so grateful for your support. Visit strengthofthesoul.com for more information on how you can join our healing community.